Hello, and welcome to another podcast and video by Touchstone Financial Education. My name is Elliot Cox. I'm the chief content creator here at TFE, and I'm also the host, of course, of these videos and podcasts. Today, we're going to be talking about value investing and sector rotation. Where I left off last time was with the tech trade. We all know tech's doing well. I'm going to talk a little bit about that today as well, but we're going to transition into value investing and sector rotation because it's time to start thinking about taking some profits off, off the table. Excuse me, not completely abandoning tech, mind you, but we need to broaden our parameters for searching for those investments that help us towards our goal, whether it be retirement or just investing to make some money. So let me back up a little bit and say thank you to all the listeners and watchers on the videos and of course, listening to the podcasts. We truly appreciate it. And I'd like to say thank you to all those folks who have taken the time out of their busy schedule to reach out to us via the website, touchstonefinancialeducation.com, to let us know what they think and what they would like to learn as well, because we're really here to help you along your journey. So the more feedback we get, the more specific or finite these podcasts and videos can be to kind of help you again along your journey. Now, some of the things that are going on here is we are in the process of putting a class together. I know I've said that before, but I've gotten a little bit more interest than I thought I would initially. So we've had to take a step back and reconfigure the classes. They should be coming mid-August to late August. So those of you who are interested in classes and maybe not necessarily individual consultations, please reach out to us via the website. We will get back to you within a 24-hour period. Classes will be about an hour in length. There'll be some handout material, discussion, questions, so that it's much more interactive than me just standing here speaking to you guys. And of course, for those of you who want individual consult, same thing. Reach out, let us know. We can set up some time or answer some questions you might have about the consultation process. All right, so now on to value investing and sector rotation. So we all know that technology has taken off. That's a given. I've been talking about that all year long. All right. As a matter of fact, about a half an hour ago, Microsoft and Google or Alphabet just announced their numbers and they blew everything out of the water. The revenue number, the earnings per share. And by the way, for those of you who are beginners, a revenue number is the top line number, meaning how much money the company brought in that particular quarter or year, right? So across the board, Microsoft and Google beat expectations. So tech is still strong. So we're not saying abandon tech completely. We're just saying maybe it's time to broaden those parameters to look at other sectors that have been beaten up that might provide some value the second half of this year into the first half of 24. And specifically, I'm talking about those companies that are very mature, that pay decent dividends, that have healthy balance sheets, healthy income statements, et cetera, that don't move as quickly as tech to the upside or the downside, right? So those are industrials, those are financials, that's energy. And I like energy in particular right now as oil on a price per barrel basis have gone from the mid 60s on up to the mid to high 70s. As a matter of fact, where we're sitting right now is just below $80 per barrel. So there are some opportunities outside of technology that I want to talk about, and that's what value investing is. And the big difference between looking at value versus, let's say, technology is that with tech, you know, we're not really interested in the fundamentals per se. Yes, they're important, but generally speaking, their numbers don't match the performance of the stock. And by that, I mean, 
they're making money, sure, but they're investing everything they've got into the product or service they're providing. So many times their liabilities outweigh their income. Now, that doesn't mean that the stock goes down. That just means that they're at a place in their development, generally speaking, as a newer company where they've got to put everything back in to create a product or service that is going to saturate the market, if you want to think of it that way. And of course, the stock price goes up. So the stocks in tech tend to outpace their fundamentals, as we call it, meaning their earnings per share, the revenue numbers, et cetera. All right. Whereas with value investing, we're looking at these more mature companies that do have decent balance sheets. They do have a ton of cash sitting in the bank to pay those dividends to you loyal and faithful investors. All right. So it's a little bit different how we analyze these companies. And one of the things that I like to do just kind of as a quick glance is take a look at an income statement. And the reason being is if you look at an earnings report and some of you do that online, right? I mean, there are like little tiny books of information or a hundred pages online of PDF files. Okay. It's a whole lot to kind of dig into, right? The balance sheet, the same thing. It's not going to be as long, right? But it is a little bit difficult or can be timely in terms of using it for your analysis as an individual investor. So I like the income statement because it's laid out pretty simply. How much money did they bring in? What are their liabilities? How much cash flow do they have? And what's the earnings per share? So when we're watching our favorite financial news channel or reading our favorite blog on the internet about investing, generally speaking, the news surrounds that top line number revenue. It also talks about liability. And then, of course, earnings per share. So today, for example, with Microsoft and Alphabet, they gave you that right away. The revenue number, top line growth, earnings per share. So as we analyze value positions, please pay a lot of attention to that income statement. It'll tell you a lot about what the company is doing today. And then you listen to analysts. And of course, you can listen to conference calls from the company to determine what they're doing going forward. Now, in the case of energy, as I like, you can take a look at things like uh, uh, price per barrel of oil, because generally speaking, and this goes back decades, all right, when oil price goes up, eventually oil stocks follow suit. So it's kind of a no-brainer, all right? Another area would be financials. Interest rates go up, eventually banks make more money, Therefore, bank shares go up as well. So this is kind of the basics, if you will, of value investing. And so how we position ourselves is, yes, we could take a look at individual stocks in these sectors, you know, the Chevrons, Exxon Mobiles, Bank of America, Citi, whatever. But many of us are really busy and using ETFs are an excellent way to capture value growth. I don't care what platform you're using to invest in whether it's an IRA, an individual retirement account, your brokerage account, or your retirement plan at work. There are many different funds to use. And generally speaking, these funds have names like value growth fund or high dividend yield fund. But at the end of the day, they are stocks inside the fund that are more value oriented. Again, ExxonMobil, Chevron, Procter & Gamble, um, Clorox, right? kind of the boring, slow and steady stocks that aren't going to accumulate value as quickly as technology. But in an environment where tech has run so much and people are thinking about taking profits, the question becomes, 
where do I go next? Or where do I take some of these profits? And generally speaking, it does go from tech to value so that the bull market we've experienced year to date, mostly in technology, is going to expand into other sectors. Now, as you're doing your analysis, you'll quickly notice that many of these companies' stock prices haven't done well year to date. Some are in slightly negative territory, such as energy and some of the financials. So if you took that in and of itself, we'd say, hey, great, this is not an investment that I want to make today because this is down. Why would I be here when I can have Microsoft or Google or anything else related to artificial intelligence at this time, right? But we're not looking backwards when we're investing. We're moving forward so that as the environment around these sectors change, such as higher interest rates, higher oil prices, the stock price will follow suit, or put it another way, the earnings will increase for these companies over time so that the fundamentals will keep up with the pace of the stock, meaning the stock will go up, the fundamentals or the money the company is making will continue to grow. Now, we're not gonna abandon tech completely, and I know I've said that three times already because I'm a big tech investor. I'm still heavily weighted in things like Palantir, and I've got a few other positions that I really enjoy and I've held on to for a while, but I'm also expanding my parameters in terms of my search for investments going forward. And for those of you who don't want to play the stocks, take a look at those ETFs. For example, XLE, which is an energy ETF, or XLF, which is a financial ETF, or VUG, which is just a Vanguard growth fund, good old-fashioned growth fund, which incorporates a little bit of tech, a little bit of value, you can set it and forget it. Now, for those of you who are my more active traders and more sophisticated with their investing, you might want to take a look at some options trades around those indices or options trades around specific stocks. For example, Chevron's numbers just came out um, a few days ago and they were very good. And Chevron has been slowly moving up. ExxonMobil too, by the way, it's gone from about 100, 101 up to about 106 today. And it's a slow crawl, I'll give you that. But it's something to take a look at as we expand our parameters when searching for opportunity, all right? So whether you're a trader or whether you're a buy and hold strategist, either way, this sector rotation or value investing is gonna work for you, okay? So let me just be clear. Sector rotation is when we move out of one sector, tech, and move into another one, energy, oil, natural resources overall, maybe basic materials, anything other than the sector you're concentrated in. That's it. That's all sector rotation is. And the markets constantly do this, whether they are expanding or contracting. So as we've kind of come out of this bear market and we are now in a bull market, especially in tech, you're going to see that these other sectors will start to rise as sentiment has changed so that it's nice that the tech component has built us up, you know, made us some money, whether it's in your 401k, your brokerage account, or your IRA. But the move to the upside in one sector, in this case, moves to other sectors. Again, that's called sector rotation for you newer investors. So please keep an eye on these areas because, again, this switch, this sector rotation, will continue to move through the second half of this year as well as probably through the first quarter of next year. Now, as I record this, like I said, Microsoft and Alphabet just announced it was wonderful. 
today and tomorrow, the Fed, the Fed, excuse me, is meeting, right? So the Federal Reserve is having their meeting to determine what to do with interest rates. Everybody is expecting a quarter point hike and maybe we get a pause. We don't know. So it's not just the hike we're looking at for tomorrow, but it's also going to be what Fed Chairman Powell says about their satisfaction or lack thereof, where inflation is, et cetera. They're pegging inflation at 2%. We're floating around three. Let's see what they do with interest rates. We might get one more. And the reason I bring that up amidst tech investing, sector rotation, and value is because as interest rates continue to climb, financials might be more favorable down the road. Now, I know we've had some problems this year with some smaller regional banks, Silicon Valley, Signature Bank, First Republic, but the big banks are continuing to do well. The consumer is paying its debt, still taking out some loans on things. So we expect a slow climb in that financial sector. So it's very important as we are doing our analysis for tech value, maybe just some good old fashioned growth out of the S&P 500 to keep in mind what the Fed thinks about the economy, where they peg interest rates, because that's going to determine the performance of the stock, not just in the near term, meaning the next month or two, but on through 24 as well. All right. So we're setting ourselves up, whether you're a buy and hold strategist or a trader looking into next year with tomorrow's meeting. So it's going to be very important. So those of you who are waiting by the computer to see if you should place trades tomorrow, I would hold off. Wait until we get the news from the Fed, see how that shakes out with regards to the market, because Despite all this, the sector rotation, the Fed and everything else, we are still in the midst of kind of a summer malaise. And by that, I mean volume or stocks are trading or uh, the shares of stocks, excuse me, are trading below kind of where they usually are. So if you log into your platform, whether it's a Fidelity or a Schwab or an E-Trade or even Vanguard, you can take a look at average daily volume and see what I'm talking about. So average daily volume is a little bit lower. The Fed's going to be announcing rates. Might be time to start thinking about taking some money off the table of tech, and all of this will work together to help you achieve your goals. Some of you watching today won't change your investments at all. And I hope for those folks, you will already in a great asset allocation that works for you, meaning you're a buy and hold strategist. You don't really watch it too much. You've got broad-based funds, mutual funds or ETFs exchange traded funds and you're just going to ride this out so today's podcast and video is really designed for those people who are a little more active in the market want to take advantage of some opportunities want to look at some things that have been beaten up where hey i can make some decent money from here till the end of the year and maybe on through first quarter of next year all right so please keep in mind i love having you buy and hold strategists here who aren't going to change your investments please take the opportunity to learn and continue your education as for you traders or shorter term investors not day traders not swing traders please be mindful of the fed tomorrow please be mindful of earnings from now on through let's say nvidia's numbers which come out on august 23rd they're probably going to blow their numbers out of the water as well right now this doesn't mean again that we're going to you know jump into some nvidia after it's run this year but we want to take a look as it impacts, especially NVIDIA now, impacts the entire tech market because of those chips that are going to be used in AI, which is what everybody's talking about. And I love AI. 
but I am also mindful of some things that I need to be doing to kind of shave some profits off of my tech position and put those in energy, financials, and elsewhere. All right. That's all we're going to discuss today. So please, everyone, take a look at our website, touchstonefinancialeducation.com. Leave us some comments. Please contact us. Also, oh, yeah, you can also find me on, excuse me, I'm just excited today because the numbers. You can find me on LinkedIn as well, Elliot Cox. I love seeing your faces there as well. Thank you for listening. And please uh, watch out for those classes that are coming come mid-August to late August for those of you who are wanting to learn. And I'm finding that the people who are interested in my classes are more of the beginning investors. So we're structuring the first several classes around the basics, IRA, 401k, what's a brokerage account? How does compound interest work in my favor? Well, guys, thanks for listening. I'm going to keep this one a little short today. I've got to get back to doing some analysis. I hope to hear from some of you soon. Again, my name is Elliot Cox. This is TFE, and thanks for watching and listening.